Hey, I'm Candace, and this is She Who Wanders, a podcast from the Great Wanderlust. All that glitters is not gold. Not all who wander are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. These words from J.R.R. Tolkien's The Fellowship of the Ring inspired me in creating this She Who Wanders series. Because it's never been just about wandering for the sake of wandering, but wandering with conviction and purpose at the heart of it all. Conviction for more adventure, more wonder, more authenticity, more kinship, and more contribution. After launching this series on my blog last September, I just couldn't shake the feeling that these conversations needed space to go deeper. Over time, that feeling grew until it became stronger than my fear of putting myself out there and not being able to just hide behind my screen anymore. The fear was real, and it took months of not being able to stop thinking about doing it before I actually took the leap. At some point, you get tired of hearing yourself talk about something without actually doing anything about it. As I'm sitting here in awe that we've hit more than a thousand downloads, I realize I must not be the only one who felt that way. Hundreds of women have been impacted by these stories of resilience, creativity, and determination to live life more freely and intentionally. Those of us who have dreams and visions in our hearts that may seem a little or a lot crazy to the rest of the world can absolutely chase those dreams on our own. But when we see and hear from other women who are walking through the fear and forging their own path, it becomes just a little bit easier and a lot more fun. We need connection and community, and it can be tough to find when you're living life off the beaten path because it's a lot less crowded over here. It can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. My mission behind this series is to not only build a community for wanderers, it's also to inspire those who haven't yet taken the leap, but feel like life just doesn't feel quite right. It's never too late to make changes or begin creating a new reality for yourself or your family. It's still surreal to me to be wrapping up season one, but I wanted to pause and just take a moment to reflect on the last nine episodes and to lift some themes that have come up over and over again through these conversations. One of the biggest ideas that I've taken away from the season really lines up with something that we talk about a lot with The Great Wanderlust, over 50 interviews with women in the last several months. It often comes back to knowing and living out your values. There's so much noise in the world and it's really incredibly easy to get distracted. So knowing what your top values are as a person, for your family, and also filtering all of our decisions, both big and small, through that lens. Number two is don't be afraid to own your time and your family's time. In episode one, Tiffany from The Explorers shared about how not being afraid to own her kids' time gave their family freedom to travel and have these life-changing experiences experiences together. Time is the one thing that we can't get more of, especially time as a family. As our kids are growing older, the world is really good at getting us to think that we're obligated to do certain things, anything from team sports to church activities, extracurricular, and even school. But we can step back and realize that most of these things that dominate our time are not actually obligatory, even though sometimes they feel like they are. So just taking stock of what is filling our time, what's keeping us busy, what's keeping us running 
moving from place to place and limiting the time that we actually have to connect as a family is so important. Just being willing to evaluate that and make sure that the things that are taking up all of our time are things that actually align with our values. Throughout the season, we talked to families that were across the spectrum from public school to blended school models to homeschool and even world school. And regardless of what the style of school was, we learned that there are still ways to get back time. A couple of ideas that Tiffany talked about were working with the administrators and teachers and just having open communication about your goals as a family is key. And most of the time they're willing to work with you. Also being willing to just cut activities if things are too busy. Obviously our kids benefit from activities, but having family time and learning how to just be and have downtime and have time to be bored and pursue their hobbies. These are the days that we can't get back. And so being willing to evaluate and make those hard decisions that are aligned with our values is so important. Number three was all about the importance of mental health. Mental well-being is foundational to us and living a vibrant and connected life. And there are ways that we can help ourselves and our kids. In episode eight, I talked with Tiffany from Rebuilding Joy about how finding ways to implement self-care has been a non-negotiable in her healing process after losing her husband unexpectedly a few years ago. A drumbeat of the great wanderlust that we always talk about is about what makes you feel most alive. What is your great wanderlust? So my question for you is, do you know what that is? And how often are you prioritizing time to be able to do that in your life? Also, self-care is not selfish. It should be a cornerstone in our daily life. And making it a priority for ourselves is a great model to our kids of how we want them to be able to care for themselves as they get older. One of the most important things we talked about was getting off the screens and getting outside. Connecting with friends in real life and getting outdoors and being active is one of the biggest keys to slowing down and taking care of our mental well-being. Number four is how to deal with darkness in our lives. There will be darker seasons in our lives. Tiffany went on to talk about how they're just inevitable. And so if we can just expect and anticipate that those seasons are going to come, and when we're in those darker seasons, be looking for cracks of light and then run towards those. It's how we start healing and moving toward the next highest version of ourselves and our lives. Tiffany talked a lot about how that's where she discovered travel. And I have to give her a shout out because she has now left her teaching job and embarked on a year of full-time travel around the world with her two kids. Okay, and number five is learning to move through fear. Starting with the realization that fear is always going to be present. One of my favorite quotes from the whole season was from Nicole in episode two, where she talked about fear riding shotgun. It can hang on the sidelines. It can come along for the ride, but she just never allows it to have control. Her best tips for getting through that fear and moving forward anyway were preparing and planning ahead as best you can and then just going, not overthinking it, but just jumping in. Nearly all the women that I've interviewed have talked about facing fear, but being unwilling to let it control them or dictate what decisions they make or what they're willing to do in their lives. I personally still feel that fear all the time. But being able to hear these other women's stories and relate to them on a personal level, to reach out and to create community with other people who are consistently stepping through their fear is a complete game changer. That's one reason I started this podcast series was to share these stories of women that can help empower and inspire and encourage other women that if they see these people doing things that are pushing their limits and creating the life that they feel passionate about living, then you can do it too. And number six, find your meaningful mission. 
In episode four, I got to chat with the amazing Amanda from National Park Capable, and we talked about not only how important it is to find your great wanderlust or what helps you feel most alive, but also to find your meaningful mission in life. It's all about it's all about finding that purpose that we can chase every day that gets us excited to wake up in the morning and drives us to show up as our highest self. When we can combine those two things, that is when we truly feel most alive. And number seven, the power of less. There were a couple of different episodes where we talked about the power of minimalism. In episode seven with Kimmy and in episode three with Kataya, we talked about the power of minimalism and how it opens up more space for clarity and joy. I know minimalism can be a bit of a buzzword, but I really loved this conversation. And I feel like it's about even more than just embracing minimalism in our physical spaces, but also in our mindset, our mental state, our creativity, our relationships. It all filters into every part of our lives and really makes a difference in our inner peace and how we're able to connect with our true self and really listen to our soul and filter through all the noise. Obviously, this also means that We tend to choose experiences over things. Number eight, community is everything. So I'm an introvert who started a series that forced me out of my bubble, led to 50 plus conversations, thousands of DMs and hours of Marco Polos with newfound friends as I've gone through this journey. The people that I've met here are not just inspiring to me, but have become some of my dearest friends too. That's the power of shared values, aligning on the deeper things of life, and sharing in a raw way, walking through hard things together, and being present and vulnerable. Community really is everything. So if you're listening, I hope you know and feel that you are a part of this community too. And speaking of friends, I won't mention names here, but something that really kept me going over the course of this season, continuing to dig into these conversations and share these stories, was when I got a text from a friend who had listened to a couple of these episodes. And while she's not quite ready to take the leap into living an alternative lifestyle or making an unconventional school choice, she said that a seed had been planted in her. When she talked about planting seeds, it wasn't lost on me that the quote that this podcast was built upon, the one I opened up the show with, is all about taking root in something deeper, something more aligned, more connected than just gold and glitter that can distract us in this world. It makes me think about the ways that I've grown stronger roots into my values through these conversations and by knowing the brave women that have surrounded this community. So that's my hope for you too, that you'd know what drives you, know what makes you feel alive, and that you really root into that. It makes our wandering and all of our journeys so much more meaningful. Thanks for being here. If this podcast impacted you, maybe gave you a new perspective or made you think differently about something, I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot or share and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to connect. And if you'd like to help us grow the reach of these conversations, be sure to subscribe to the She Who Wanders podcast wherever you listen. And I'd be so grateful if you'd leave us a podcast rating and review. Until next time, keep wandering.